the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Big Game Bingo Contest, $57 SGPN gift card for every single bingo bingo hit. We're also brought to you by SGPN's 57 Bets Challenge, $570 cash and a $570 gift certificate to the winner of the props contest. Get all the info on the SGPN app. And if you're going to be out in Arizona for the big game, make sure to check out our live show at the Ainsworth 11 a.m. Thursday, 11 a.m. local time Thursday. Register today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. I'm just about that action, boss. You have to be kidding me. That is impossible. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real villain, real Terrell Furman Jr. at your service. And we are talking Super Bowl DFS and exotic prop bets with my guy, Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Yeah, nothing much. Uh, looking forward to going through the Super Bowl. But, you know, the mainstream stuff... The game, yeah, who cares? We're more interested in the what the halftime show and the Gatorade color. I want to know who's talk. gonna have the first commercial. Is it gonna be Doritos or Pringles? I'm thinking it's gonna be Doritos, but Pringles. I, I mean, everybody's saying Doritos. Everybody's saying Doritos. I'm and trying to think of the last Pringles commercial I've seen. Pringles does commercials. Um, you know, Doritos used to have the funny ones, and they kind of went off. They haven't been so, uh, that good in years. But the funny thing about that is, I don't watch commercials anymore because I stream everything, and so the commercials you get on stream are normally tied to whatever you're watching. Yeah. So I don't see regular commercials, and then I have nothing to go off of last year because I was deployed last year, so we was watching it on the Arms Forces Network. So instead of seeing the funny commercials that everybody else got to see, we saw Air Force, Army, Marine, like the, some cheesy, bad military commercials every single break. So it was terrible. You can always find them on YouTube in the compilations after anyway. Yeah. All right. It's Man, this is this is the last one, Scott. This is our last one of the season. Well, it's the like last one for the season. We did an off-season episode last week, so of course we're breaking news and stuff. I'm sure we'll have some podcasts here. And yeah, there. but this is like the last lineup. We've been doing lineups yeah. all season. We've had yeah. some good ones and we've had some terrible ones, but I think what was the highlight this season? The highlight had to be when I was doing the pregame show with uh, Ryan and Sean, and I gave out a lineup that was like top 700, and you won like $200, $300 off that lineup or something like that. Uh, probably got some less. Somebody probably tailed me and took some of my money. But, yeah. I think the best part was probably just the several first touchdown scores that we hit. 
Oh yeah. Throughout the whole season. Absolutely. We were pretty, I think that if we, you counted the units, we're up on first touchdown scores alone. We've hit some pretty big ones. Yeah, we're definitely up. I don't know if we're in Sean and Ryan category because they hit every damn game. But I think yeah, <laughs> they they have a crystal ball or something. But it's been a great season nonetheless. And I mean, I'm I'm here for getting straight to it and getting to this lineup because it's a million dollar prize. There is a million dollars up for grabs in one game, and I have it. I think I have it. I might end up changing it, but I think I have it. All right. If anybody who's not tuned in to us on the Thursday, Saturday show, you don't recognize our voice or see us on the live stream on YouTube. If you're not, if you're listening later, you can go back and check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash NFL gambling podcast. Showdown lineup, one game, you get your captain slot, you get what's it, a multiple flex spots, depending on what book you're using or where you're placing your lineup or how many flex spots you get. And that's it. You have your salary. You make it off one game. It's not trying to do what normal people do, which is a whole week's a game. No, we're talking about one game, the Super Bowl right here. Scott Reichel, for the biggest game of the year, who are you putting in your captain slot? So I was trying to pick somebody who I think is in line for a good game, but also that should be, I don't want to say relatively low owned, but somebody who might not be the first or second choice. I ended up going Jalen Hurts, mostly for the rushing upside. The fact that he's had so many rushing touchdowns this year, even with the limited arm usage in the playoffs because of the blowouts and potentially the injured shoulder, he's still been quite mobile, and he did have a rushing touchdown against the Niners. He almost Mm -hmm. scored a second one when Hafunga shoved him out of bounds like the two-yard line. But still, I'll go with Hurts. I think the Kansas City secondary is really not that good, and I do think that with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith – there are definitely holes to be exploited in this Kansas City defense. And with the rushing touchdown upside, you know, on the one-yard line, they're running the QB sneak deal with it. I think Hurts has a good spot for a rushing touchdown. Along with these amount of passing yards, give me Jalen Hurts as my captain. All right. For my captain slide, I'm, I'm going pretty standard here as well, but give me Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey, I've been a person that's been saying all week, I already have an MVP future bet on him, and just say that this is like – what was the, the price defining, you got, by the way, for that MVP? Uh, I got him at 15 to 1. Okay. So I got it as soon as it dropped, and it was like 15 to 1. I think he's down to like 10 to 1 now. But um uh 15 to 1 is my MVP price. And it was just more of I didn't want to play the quarterbacks. I wanted to do something contrarian and get some value. And I look at the next person up, it has to be Travis Kelsey. And you're just thinking about this. Eagles defense where everybody's talking about the secondary is so good, secondary is so good, but they leave the open the middle of the field wide open. It's been wide open all year. It's more open than a 7-11 at 3 a.m. Like it's completely open in the middle of the field. And I think that the tight ends are gonna have a pretty solid day here. And of course, it's Travis Kelsey. He's the safety net. He's Mahomes guy. When you're talking about the biggest game of the year, if your guy is open, you're always gonna give it to your guy. I could sit here and see. Travis Kelsey having one of the best games by a tight end in the Super Bowl ever. And you think about all the great tight ends, like I think this is an opportunity where he could have one of the best tight end games in the Super Bowl ever, talking about the number of catches, the yards, touchdowns, all of that. So Travis Kelsey, captain slot, felt like a really, really good play for me. What is your first flex position? So – uh, my first flex position, I actually do not have Kelsey in my lineup. I'm try- That's where I'm going to pivot a little bit. But I do have Mahomes. Of course, I can't avoid taking Mahomes. 
He's going to throw the ball probably 40-something times. Give him Mahomes. I don't think I really need to explain why you need the best quarterback in the league in your lineup. Yeah, I mean, I'll just go ahead. Same thing, best quarterback in the league. Well, I have, have Jalen Hurts as well. So you have to have. Yeah, him. yeah, Mahomes stack, but I have Jalen Hurts as well. Yeah. And it really is only the rushing for me. I think that there's a game script that nobody's talking about where the Eagles do nothing throughout the air. Like everybody's just assuming that, yeah, you look at A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, all this, like, and, oh, this Kansas City defense. Like this is still a Steve Spagnola Super Bowl defense. I think people have to remember that. Regardless of the talent that's on the field, he gets the best out of his players in the biggest game. And I think this is an opportunity where, yes, they don't have the big names. Yes, they don't have what you see as the stars. But they have a whole bunch of scrappy guys that are playing in the biggest game of their life, and they're going to go out there and put everything on the court. I'm not on the court, but on the field. I'm I'm in NBA mode still. And I think that this is an opportunity for them. So I think that this this secondary for the Chiefs is going to be a lot more feistier than people expect. I think everybody's just going on and, and penciling in A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith for all these yardage. And I, I'm not certain. This Chiefs secondary is pretty decent. I like the front seven. I think that everything Jalen Hurts is going to get is going to come from him on the ground with his legs. I can see him with a two-touchdown game on the ground. So, yeah, I'm all over Jalen Hurts here. Uh, you mentioned Spagnola. So I'll say it. I got the Chiefs defense in there as well. Same. They've been good. I mean, at the end of the day, you have two defenses that are the top two defenses in sacks per game. So if you're going to be looking for fantasy purposes and maybe you like the over five and a half sack prop combined between these teams, then I do think you're going to see the quarterbacks get pressured. We know the Phillies pass rush is historically great. They're borderline like 85 Bears territory in terms of sacks recorded. So I have the Eagles defense as well. I got both defenses. But the point is, Kansas City, you look at their recent performances, they've been good as well. Now, their last couple of games, 10-7, 14-8-8. Now, you can make an argument that you can find better options there. But I do think a lot of people will try to stay away from the defenses because they're expecting a higher scoring game. No, so I think this is a low scoring play. game. I think everyone's going to have Philly's defense because of the sacks. But I do think Kansas City's defense has a good opportunity Philly's had some issues protecting Hurts at times, and I think that could be a problem in various portions of this game. But I got both defenses. I think it's a good spot to kind of go for a unique lineup where you have both quarterbacks and both defenses, and you hope for a defensive score, bunch of sacks, stuff like that. But I do think both defenses have value. Yeah, I didn't play the Eagles defense. That was my – Too popular? I, yeah, I, it, too popular. And I think it's still Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's still Patrick Mahomes. I – so I had a game script with this lineup in particular that I wanted to give out because I wanted to give out something different. And my game script was that this is not an entertaining game at all. This is a game where what everybody, what probably should happen, happens. Well, but nobody I'll, I'll wants to say it happens. When you say game script, who are you actually picking in the game? So I picked the Chiefs, but I'm saying the game script is that the Chiefs come in here and absolutely dominate this game from start to finish. Not saying that they go out here and completely embarrass Philly, but it's never in doubt that the Chiefs are going to win this game. I think everybody's thinking, oh, this is going to be a back-and-forth game, or, oh, Philly's going to go out here and win. The Chiefs barely got past the Bengals, all this, da-da-da. Like, that's where the, all the early movement was on, the, on Philly in the beginning. 
uh, right after the game, everybody was slamming Philly because how Philly dominate their win, how the Chiefs barely squeak through their win. Like at the end of the day, I'm taking the team that has been here, has proven that they they can handle it here, that has the coaching staff that's proven that they can get people that haven't been here before to play on that moment like they've been here before versus the Eagles, who are a great story this year. But, I mean, are we 100% certain that, you know, this is like they're all just going to put it together in the biggest game of the year? I don't know. So I sat here and said, how do I want to win a million dollars? I have to do something nobody else is thinking. And so I'm thinking, wow, what if this isn't that entertaining of a game and it's lopsided one direction and my side is the cheap? So let's just play that. Yeah, uh, but I gave out an extra piece, so I don't know if you want to go again. Yeah, yeah, I'm about to go. Uh, what I say? I said Chiefs. I said Hurts. I said Mahomes. I have Jarek McKinnon. Okay. So if you look at the Eagles, they're 24th in the league in terms of receiving yards to the running back. And Jarek McKinnon, there was a point in time where Jarek McKinnon was outstapping everybody in this offense. Now, Pancheco made that very, very hard recently. But I'm still not taking away that in the red zone, McKinnon has been Mahomes' guy all season. Like, he has targeted him. He's There was a stretch where he had a receiving touchdown every game in, like, six games straight, six, seven games straight, something like that. So I can't – let's say that this, this secondary for the Eagles holds firm. The tight end, the running back, that's where it goes all day. McKinnon has shown he's been able to make plays in space – He's been a red zone target for them. I I think that there's plenty of ways that Jared McKinnon could come out with a four catch, 50 yards, touchdown, mm-hmm. maybe two, something like that. Like I, I could see a nice day for McKinnon here. Yeah, I definitely think that there is an option uh, for McKinnon to get his name kind of back uh, into the swing of things because he was great for a couple of months and recently he hasn't done anything. Pacheco being great helps or or definitely hurt him, but helps the team. But yeah, I think McKinnon's got some spots here where he's been a pretty common target for Mahomes in the red zone. Mm -hmm. And if you get him at a potentially, what was his salary on that? Uh, On the one I am is 6,800. That's not bad for a guy who has had, he was the cheaper, he was the cheaper of Pacheco and McKinnon. And I was like, I get it because of how, you know, dynamic and explosive Pacheco looks, but in terms of red zone, like if they're not if they're not getting through that front seven of Philly on the line, it, it's probably going to McKinnon. Like that's one of that's one of his guys. And so that's really my thoughts with the Hurts, not the Hurts, but with the Mahomes lineup is I'm gonna just take the guys that I know he trusts. I know he trusts Travis Kelsey. I know he trusts Jerick McKinnon. And I'll just go ahead and give out my last guy who was dirt cheap. And this is literally a million dollar player if he hits Noah Gray. Same thing for the Travis Kelsey breakdown. It's just the fact that Noah Gray somehow finds his way in the end zone. Like somehow, some way, there's games he finds his way in the end zone, and it's because they feel so good spreading the ball around, passing the ball around. Now, he was, you know, one of the last things I could afford. (laughs) But I still feel good about Noah Gray. Like I think that if you need a million-dollar random player to hit, you got to take the chance. And Noah Gray, I feel like, has a good a chance as any just to be on the red zone and it's some kind of flip pass. He's he's lined up as a as a uh, fullback, and it's some kind of flip pass ahead, and he gets a touchdown. Like could be a QB I sneak. absolutely he's could see that. that. Yeah, QB sneak, all this stuff. Like, it's so many things that it could be. So I'm just – I feel pretty decent in saying that if I'm taking a chance on a Chiefs blowout, 
then there's a possibility that somebody further down the depth chart gets in the end zone and Noah Gray has a good possibility. Yeah, I think my sleeper sleeper option, if I had to pick one guy who's pretty low budget, it would probably be Sky Moore, who's like 6,000 on the book that I'm using compared to Gray's 5,500. I don't know how big of a difference your book is. Oh, mine says Gray was... uh... 1700 so this just just let that be that so great 1700 and, and i'm just curious what is more by comparison uh hold on it's probably gonna be like four thousand, if i guess sky more is yeah yeah pretty close 3800 okay so i'm assuming you couldn't afford more so you ended up taking gray I feel like I would have took seventeen hundred. Even if I could have, I feel like I would have took Gray regardless. I'm not a fan of Sky Moore. I, well, not that I'm not a fan, but I'm not a fan of where they're using him right now. That I just, I don't know. I just feel like Sky Moore is like the sucker bet that's on the gambling table at the craps, where they're just like, "Hey, this is here, and it might hit," and it's like so many times it doesn't. But there is that one time it does. I, I just mentioned I it I they throw him a bunch of swing passes. like during Yeah, the they do. Game. Yeah. So they throw him a couple. So maybe he's jet got a sweeps. shot to break. He's at jet sweeps. I think yeah. he had a jet sweep. In the, I mentioned the championship. It, anyway, you mentioned yours. You have no more players, correct? No, I'm done. Okay, so my last one, once again, I got both quarterbacks. I got uh, the – I got so I got both quarterbacks, both defenses, and based on what I've done all year, you probably know where I'm going with this one. I got Harrison Butker. I know. Give me the kicker. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do it. I Butker's saw somebody that took MVP odds out on him. Uh, I did not take MVP out odds on him, but tell you what, if a kicker wins the MVP, I, I'd be very impressed if they actually voted for a kicker. But anyway, uh, Butker I like because he's – I just – I <laughs> there even if he scored every point for the Chiefs and they won – they wouldn't give it. They would probably give it to a defensive player. Like they, they like they probably had some good defensive showing, and they said, "All right, Frank Clark, here you go," or Chris Jones, here you go. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> no, you're just, not wrong, it's so funny to me that I saw that. The point is, B- Butker was not good in the regular season. He had a pretty down year, but in the playoffs, Injuries, he's been good. he was injured all year. He started the season injured. They yeah. had he had to come out of the game, and um, who was it? Ah, oh, it's gonna get on my nerves. Who was it? Was it? right. No, it was right. right. He went to Pittsburgh. No, 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 no. It was a safety. Reed, Justin Reed. Justin Reed came in as the emergency kicker. Reed was the fill-in kicker, and he set the all-time Chiefs record in that Monday night game against the Raiders. Yeah, no, no, no. But I'm talking about uh, Buckner started the season hurt because that first, like the first kick of the season, he gets hurt, and then Justin Reed comes in, and he's kicking for the rest of that game. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is, Butker, what I was going to say is that in the playoffs, he's been good. He's had 13 fantasy points in each of the first two playoff games. He's been money, so I guess he was saving his good kicks for the playoffs, but 13 points in back-to-back games. I, I see this game being close. I have Chiefs 23-20, so I have two field goals in there with some extra points. Give me Butker, who's been used pretty frequently in the playoffs so far. All right, that is it for our million-dollar lineups. We will see which between the two of us, which one of us will take the cash because it's going to be one of us for sure. Hmm. All right. Before we talk about our exotic prop bets, I got to talk to you about Wade Bet, the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Look, you can live bet the big game. You can do same game. We'll win. Build your own bet parlays for the big game. Uh, I, I think I'm going to put in a, a same game parlay. I'm, I think I'm going to do the two touchdown. I'm feeling like a 
uh, maybe Noah Gray for two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, Chiefs win. That feel, and the under, and the under. Just in case, like, everybody thinks that Kelsey is going to have this great game, and it actually gets flipped over to Gray a couple times. So that might be a same-game parlay. We're going to look that those odds up. Noah Gray, two touchdowns, Chiefs win. That could be something insane. Great promos, odds, and payouts all happening at win. Bet. Sign up today. Receive special offer. Bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash when bet that is sports gambling podcast.com slash w y n n b e t also just changed terms and conditions at winbet.com must be touring older and present in the state where play through win is available if you or someone you know has a gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 and the sports gambling podcast is doing a live show in phoenix so if you're in the area make sure you hit the guys up go check them out Hit them up at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game. You can register there. It will be at the Ainsworth on Thursday, 11 a.m. local time. So sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash big game to register for that live show. All right, Scott, it's a crazy amount of prop bets that you can bet on. We can start with the, you know, the key ones everybody talks about. Then we can scroll through the list and see if it's anything else that piques our interest. But the number one one that I got remarks on is what color will the winning coach Gatorade be? Now, these odds have been everywhere. I've already gotten in on orange at plus 350. It was at plus 350 at one point. So look at wherever you're getting these at. And just I see, see minus what. 110. Yeah, it's one, minus 110 now. That's crazy because blue was minus 110 at one point. I think that somebody just put a crazy amount, big bet on orange and shifted the odds, but... It was orange for me. Why I picked orange last time Chiefs won, color was orange. And me, I'm superstitious as fuck. Like, I am superstitious as hell. I If something works, I'm never going to change it. I do it every single time until it doesn't work anymore. And so why, why switch it up? The last time you won, it was orange. Now, when you lost Super Bowl, it might have been purple or red and now you're like oh we switched to gatorade color that's what it happened so it's orange and that was my number one pick now it's at minus 110 so i can't really touch that and so there's my no way that you should ever lay money on a gatorade price if you if yeah, you still want to take orange i don't think gambling's for you to be honest with you you're but, gonna lay 110 with with the color of gatorade like that's such a monumental waste of money. In fact, Chiefs money line is a better deal than orange. <laughs> Next up, I had green. Green at plus 210. Andy Reid going up against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Green Gatorade. He actually had green Gatorade dumped on him when he beat the Eagles the last time he played them. He had green Gatorade dumped on him. So I was thinking, okay, it could be that little showmanship. Like they had the green Gatorade that time, green Gatorade this time, playing against the Eagles, coach getting his win against his longtime team for his second Super Bowl, able to rob them of their second Super Bowl. It, it just all made sense to me. I felt like those are the two ones to look at. Yeah, so for me, orange was my initial choice, but then obviously with the line shifting, I can't take it. I saw blue. I know that it has moved a lot, but now it's at five to one. Yeah. I believe three of the last four Super Bowls have had blue Gatorade. Really? I think so. I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that blue has been the color of choice for the winning team three of the last four. I know I hit on blue last year with the Rams, but I'm going to go with blue at five to one. 
it's just a very good price for a pretty common flavor of Gatorade or color for Gatorade. I'll lean there. Uh, I, I thought about taking potentially green or yellow because they're merged together, but I wasn't exactly sold on it. From what I can tell from historical trends, the color of the winning team's jersey does not correlate to the Gatorade color as much as you think. No, it does not at all. So that's why I'm not going to pick green. I just think that I don't know if there's enough value on it. I don't know how many times it's even been green in Super Bowls or yellow. I don't think it's been that often. So I'm going to go with blue just based on probability. It's one of the most common uh, Gatorade choices for the Gatorade bath. And it's also been pretty common lately. I think blue at five to one is a good deal. I understand if you want to try to make some cases for orange because that's what the Chiefs did last time they won. I get all that. But blue is so common that five to one, I think, is a good deal. All right. Do you have a handicap for the coin sauce? Uh, last year, I was all over heads. I was, I felt it, and it came through. This year, I feel like la- I think four of the last five been heads. I know last year I was all over heads, and I'm just like, this is gonna happen. I actually, I actually bet on it for no reason at all, and it actually ended up being heads. I'm feeling tails this year. I'm dancing with the one that brought me here. I'm going heads again. Okay. I don't have a handicap, though. I, I know some people that have a long, crazy handicap. I don't have a handicap. I, I just think it's his. There's one book out there that's offering even money on both sides. So give me tails. I got a 50-50 shot at it. All right. Let's see here. What else do we have? We're just scrolling down the list and picking It's a up. bunch of halftime stuff besides uh, game oh, stuff. Oh, no. Let's start. Before we get to halftime, let's finish with this beginning of the game. All right. So we got the coin toss. Opening kickoff result in a touchback. Now, there was like this crazy thing. I think it was Pat McAfee that said it one year where he said that this football is like brand spanking new and it's going, yeah, it is going directly to the Hall of Fame. And so he was like, it's like impossible to boot that thing into the end zone. And I complete, and then that year it was uh, no touchback. And I was like, oh man, Pat McAfee might be onto something. And then last year was a touchback and I was like, God damn it. So. I don't remember so, how far the ball went, though, into the end zone last year. I don't, I don't remember. But I like the no touchback at plus 140. It's a yeah. good price for me. And of some of it's going to come down to who wins the coin toss. But from what we've seen with the Eagles, one of the more aggressive kick returners out there is Boston Scott. He's not afraid to take it out of the end zone. Like hey, I Five yards back, he'll take it out. Like. That's what I'm saying. So – if we're talking about the potential short distance because of the heavier football and the fact that Boston Scott's one of the more aggressive returners, I think plus 140 is a good deal. Plus, yeah. it never really happens, but there's always a possibility if he kicks it out of if he kicks it out of bounds, it's not a touchback. Yeah, that is true. That is true. You have that you could have some nerves there. Could have some nerves. But for plus money, sure, I'll take it. All right. What about you? I'm assuming you're with me on the plus money. Yeah, I, I just I just lean to the plus money. I still feel like no was a really good option. I fe- I just think I had a bad a bad draw last year when I both teams I believe it. are middle of the road in touchback percentages, but it's most of the fact that I know one of these teams minimum has an aggressive kick return. Yeah. All right, let me see here. Let's uh, Rihanna props was another thing that people asked me about, so let's skip over to the halftime show, and if I can find. Where's the first? Where's I, I have the... odds in front of me if you want it. Okay, I'm looking for the uh, first song. I missed yeah. that. 
Where is that at? I missed so uh, the odds are going to fluctuate a lot depending on books. Uh, I see Don't Stop the Music's the favorite. One book is minus 160. I've uh, seen like two to ones at other places. You want me to just read off all the odds? Yeah, just go ahead and read off all the odds. Okay. I can't find so it. Don't Stop the Music, I see at minus 160, but shop around if you want to take it. I see Diamonds at three to one. I see This Is What You Came For at six to one. I see Umbrella 10 to 1, Stay at 14 to 1, What's My Name at 20 to 1, and uh, a couple other blah. Like, if you want to do like We Found a Love, it's 25 to 1. I, I'm skipping some songs here and there, but yeah. I don't I don't think any other ones are going to go first. Well, no. So here's the thing. We have been, well, I'm not going to say we because I don't know what you, but I and along with the Rihanna stands out here have been begging for a new album for an incredibly long amount of time. Like this has been at this point, it's insane how long we have been uh, asking for this album. Well, to be fair, instead of having a new album, she had a new kid. So that's kind of a trade-off. No, because she had a lot of time before that that she got pregnant with that kid. I'm, I'm like half joking. I'm yeah, like no, we're 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 really mad at this. So I think that while partially, I think that she goes back into the you know old Rihanna and plays something a little bit older. I feel like she's going back to the anti-album. I do. I think she's going back to the anti-album and starting us off with the last thing we heard from her. So I really feel like I want to go with that. Uh, that uh, what'd you say that price was for what's my name? That was what's what I was is, looking at at twenty to what's, one. That, what's my name is I such like. a. It's a good opener, but it's like there's also, a, you know, like it starts with the Drake feature. I mean, she can always just. You know, start what's my name, what's my name, and then cut to the next song. And I think that bitch better have my money being 12 to 1, though. Is that what you see for that? Uh, I feel like Rihanna could come out talking What's the shit. title of that song? Bitch better have my money. That's the title? Because that's that not, is even, the list- title that's of the not song. even listed on the, on the thing. Do you, not, do you not know that song? I, I might, but I was making sure I had the title. It literally, right because, bitch, better t- have my money. Yeah, the title wasn't listed. That's why I assumed it might have been under a different name. No, no, that's the actual name of the song. But it's funny yeah, you I, mentioned I what's bitch- my name because that's my favorite long shot of twenty and one, especially with Rihanna. It's her first, you know, Super Bowl appearance. I think. Yeah, right? it's her first appearance in a performance in a very, very long. That's what I'm time. saying. So it's it's a spot where you're like, yeah, this game's going on, but you're here to see me. So what's yeah, my name? Like, like I, I like it twenty to one as well. That was my long shot pick. For the it, song, it don't go with anything of the short odds. I don't think anything of the. I'm no, I don't think she starts with like Umbrella. Definitely yeah. not Run This Town. That's not even her song. I see Run the Town. Like it's not even her song. That no, that is a terrible bet. I, for me, there's three songs. First of all, Don't Stop the Music. I think should not be the favorite at all. No, explain to me how you're supposed to stop the music if that's the first song that you're playing. It doesn't make any sense based on the title. It makes no sense at all. So and, I don't like that. I'm telling you, what's going to happen is she's only going to play a clip of the first song. Like, she's not going to yeah. really perform the first song. It's just going to be more of an interest. That's where I'm like, bitch better have my money. She's going to start with that, and it's going to play that one piece of the song, and then she's gonna, it's going to, like, doom. And then, like, she's going to be in the middle. There's going to be, like, lights everywhere or something like that. And it's going to be flashing, and everybody's going to be screaming, Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. And it was like, but that's going to count because that was the first thing said. So, bitch better have my money. 
What's my name? What were the odds? You said 12 to 1 on that one? I see 12 to 1 okay. on here. The book that I had, it had all better odds, but I, it pulled them for some reason. So I think is I think I think those are your two best bets. Okay, so my question, uh just I'm gonna ask you to cross-reference the odds here. What do you say what's my name was on your book? Oh, I don't even see what's my name up here. I see 20 to 1. I think that's an absolute bargain. I think that's my favorite long shot. The others I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with diamonds at three to one. I don't know if you see a better line on that. Uh, not really. I think Diamonds is a pretty standard opening song. I, I, I could see it going for Rihanna 3-1. to one. And this is what you came for. I like it 6-1. to one. It's the same argument as What's My Name. It's a way of saying there's a Super Bowl going on. I'm Rihanna. I'm bigger than the Super Bowl. You're here to see me. This is what you came for. I'm doing a first touch. I'm doing this like I'm doing first touch now. So... I have four. You got a quarter unit on quarter four. unit on. So I have a quarter unit on bitch bad by money twelve to one. I have a quarter unit on what's my name at twenty to one. I have another quarter unit on work at twenty to one. And I'll have another quarter. I unit, see work at forty. Uh, and another quarter unit on love on the brain. People are people are really sleeping on love on the brain, and I just feel like that's like something, especially with everything you know, with ASAP Rocky and all that. I feel like she could very well come out to love on the brain, hit the verse of love on the brain, and then go into her actual set. So, love on the brain 33 to one that is a very sleeper and on the last album, anti. So, I think that we're going there. So, I got some songs on anti up there, I got some older songs up there. Nice little mix. I, I think that that is a good starting point for what is our first matchup. Uh, seeing Rihanna in a very long time. I'm super excited. I just wish she gave us an album before that. Yeah, I think Dimes is going to be kind of my safe way of trying to secure some profit if the long shots don't work out. I really don't think Don't Stop the Music's playing first. So I'll go with Diamonds at 3-1 to one as somewhat my safe play. This is what you came for at 6-1. to one. I think it's just a good opening song to choose. And then you also have What's My Name, which, as you said before, you might just play a little clip of it. Oh no! What's my no. name? She comes What's down. Name? That's it. Comes down, and then that's it. And then that's it. And, but you cash. You you that's win. Cash, or she comes that's, from like that's a enough. hole. You just need one line. And whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You just so need one line bets. from the song. So, all right. I feel like we're gonna win that. I really feel like we're gonna win that. Uh, let's see here. I'll stick with Rihanna because there is one prop I want to ask you about. Okay. So cleavage, yes, is minus three hundred. No, is plus two hundred. However. If you're looking for a cheaper option, they have Will Rihanna expose a butt cheek on stage. The yes is minus 160. The no is plus 120. I'm on the yes. She just had a kid. I'm assuming she's been working out to be back in shape. I think she's going to show her ass. Yeah, but no, but she just had a kid. So she doesn't want to like, you know, do all that. I feel like this is a different stage of Rihanna because... Even though she's performing here, she's such more of a businesswoman now. Like she has. Do you think she's in the conservative stage of her career? Yeah, I think she's in a really conservative stage. Like Rihanna used to go back and forth with Twitter trolls all the time. Like all the time, you would in the past, you would on Twitter back and forth, blah 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 blah, going with them. She stopped doing all of that when she got into the business side. When she started dating ASAP she and had a kid like all of that stuff she became more conservative she doesn't go back and forth church I think she's in a conservative point in her life so I'm gonna say no for plus money okay just thought it was an interesting one because everyone's gonna talk about cleavage that cashes every year for the most part the book I got one for new. you I, going back to the game I got one for you are we going back to the game what's the fun in that 
No, wait, no, because look, listen. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many times will chains be you? Well, no, that's not it. That's not what I thought that was. Ah, oh, damn it. That's not what I thought it was. The the what it actually says is how many times will chains be used for measurement? I thought it meant how many times will they have to replace the chains in the game? Because oh. we've seen the last two Eagles games, they've had to replace the chains. I didn't mean the actual measurements. Yeah, no, they did. It it, it wasn't as good as I thought it was. All right, let's keep scrolling and find something else here on the list. I'm not really interested in none of the who's shown who's shown first during America the Beautiful in the national anthem. I'm not really interested interested in those bets. I'm not either. Oh, uh, speaking but, of which, national anthem. We gotta talk about the over under. I'm not gonna lie, I don't know who it is. Oh, well, none, none of us, none of us do. Uh, but we gotta talk about it. Um, I'm gonna lean under. Uh, this line's gone gotten bet up by like 10, 15 seconds from opening line. I I just think it's a little bit large. For me, if it's over two minutes and I don't know the person, I'm generally not going to lean to the over. Everyone's going to take the over. I think it's a sucker play. I'm going to lean to the under. Yeah, I don't know who this. I really don't know who this. I don't either. People want to talk about the the national anthem. I don't think he could hold a note like uh, Whitney can. So yeah, I'm on the under. I believe Whitney was like 30 years ago. Yeah, it was. You know they just uh, dropped her. They just dropped her uh, movie, and a lot of people said it wasn't that good. Well, not that it wasn't that good, but like they expected more. They They've been they dropping a lot of those movies. I heard the Elton John one wasn't good either, but yeah. I didn't see them. All right. So we, we're we kind of just going around here. We were at the beginning of the game. We're it's the exotic the section where we're scrolling yeah. through random miscellaneous let's, props. Let's talk about the end of the game. Okay. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first in his speech? Teammates is the favorite at minus 145. God or Jesus is at plus 135. City yeah. is 10 to 1. Coach is 18 to 1. Owner is 35 to 1. Family, a family member is 40, 14 to 1. Doesn't mention any of the above 18 to 1. My instant thought is God or Jesus being plus money feels like a. That's always the play of plus safe, money. Yeah, very safe play. First, because for you, you're going to hear the same cliche. First of all, all glory to God. Then they'll answer the question. It's the it's a classic phrase that you yeah. give in that in that type of press co- in that type of interview. And it's not like there's no angle like Joe Burrow last year. You sold you could sell me on him mentioning the city of Cincinnati first, but I can't really. I mean, the Chiefs both of these cities have one recently, and I don't have that like. You know, I guess the Chiefs are really in tune with Kansas City at this point. They've been playing with them forever. A lot of people on the Chiefs, or at least the MVP favorites. But Jalen Hurts gets up there. I mean, why would he not say God or Jesus or his teammates first? Like, maybe he sneaks his dad in there. But first, I don't know. I I just feel like God or Jesus is the way to go. Yeah, plus money. I think that's definitely the way to go. All right. Anything else is catching your eye while we're just going here? Um, I'm trying to think of some realistic, they have the over under length on the word brave in the national anthem. Oh God. Oh my gosh. We are really, I, I got to give a shout out though, to the books for their creativity. That's definitely impressive. Um, all right. Do you have $15,000 to lend me so I can, uh, lay it on the no for will Tom Cruise parachute into the stadium and hand deliver the game ball to the reps. I unfortunately, I, I actually do have that, but I can probably, you know, we'll work something out. Appreciate it. 
Not actually, because I'm sure the book. So I'm sure here's the, the okay. So the book limit's going to be to win ten bucks. I mean, here's the wrong. one. Uh, here's the one that you know people are talking about a little bit. Will a player record an octopus? So an octopus is when a same player who scores a touchdown also scores the ensuing two point conversion. Six to one for yes, minus twelve hundred for no. Is that even something that you should waste your time on? Like that just sounds so particular. Like I'll, that is I'll mention a... one exotic prop that I actually do like. Uh, pot- potentially two props I actually like. They're both pretty decent plus money. First one's going to be. I'm trying to think if I like scoreless quarter at plus three fifty or no touchdown first quarter at plus two forty. I think I like the no touchdown first quarter plus two forty. Historically speaking, first quarters have been very low scoring in Super Bowls. It's a feeling out process. Okay. Two forty. I know these offenses are good and all, but we talked about the pass rush for these teams. I've, both quarterbacks might be a little bit banged up. You tempted at all at no touchdown at plus two forty in the first quarter? Because that that seems pretty generous. I'm not. Not at all. What about score? I think, think three fifty. Because I think that this is going to be an opportunity where. So my how I think game score. I think it's a quick score in the first quarter, and then it's pretty dead silent for the rest of the game. Like, I think that it's going to be that quick score. People that have the over are going to be feeling confident. People that have the under are going to get back in on the under. And so I, I just feel like both of these teams start off rather quickly. They're they're going to try to go out here and make a statement. And I think that a, a really quick score in the game can happen, and then it's going to be something. So that's actually what I would play. Uh, will there be a score – in the first, like, six and a half minutes. Yeah, minutes something like that, like a, a prop like that. I would actually take that and say, yes, there will. Okay, so what about scoreless quarter at 350? Yeah, uh, yeah, I love that. Okay, I so that. that one's I'm just going to mention as one prop that could be interesting. One prop I do like based on the coaches involved, especially Seriani. Will there be a successful two-point conversion? Yes, it's plus 250. We know that the Eagles are not afraid of going for it every time that they're on the one-yard line. You can get some type of touchdown with an unnecessary roughness penalty, get it at the one-yard line on the try, QB sneak up the middle. I think 250 is a good deal. Or if if we talk about my DFS lineup and we're talking about this, one team is down like a lot. They're, they're going to go for two. You're down 16. Point. You know, you're trying to make it down 24. You try to make it a two-score game again. The point is, I just think with the Eagles being so aggressive and constantly being willing to push the envelope on uh, two-point conversions, plus 250, and now it is it does have to be successful. So if they fail, that sucks. But I think you'll probably get at least one two-point conversion attempt in this game. I think 250 is a good deal. Yeah, I think that's solid. But those are my two ones that kind of jumped off the page to me at plus money jersey number for the first touchdown score over under 11 and a half i'm gonna go with the over in this one so who who has a jersey number you have jalen hurts is under juju is under pacheco's under pacheco's under Devontae. Yeah, yeah, Devontae. But then, like, every, well, and uh, A.J. Brown is under. He's at 11. Yeah. But if you think about everybody else that's over, Pat Mahomes, Miles Sanders. Oh, McKinnon is under. Ooh, McKinnon is under. 
But then you got Travis Kelsey, basically every single tight end for both sides. Get the Philly running backs. <laughs> yeah, all the Phillies. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's too much value on the over. I like the over in general. Even some fluky stuff, a defensive score or whatever. I mean, you get a decent amount of high numbers out there. Let's see here. All right. This is a fun one. And it's really by like, how many times will the Kelsey Kelsey brothers facing off against each other be mentioned during the broadcast? Over one and a half is minus 320. Under one and a half is plus 230. Do we get away with them only? They're going to say it once. They're going to say it at least once. I was going to say. They're going to say it once. Do they mention it again? They're not like, on the you, field at the same time, but that's during the game, or like, can you say it when the clock reaches zero and they're doing the post game celebration? So it says excludes halftime and commercials, live broadcasts only according to Super Bowl transcript, kickoff to final whistle. It's going to be said at least once. It's just a question. It's going to be twice. once, but it's like, why do you? Why do you have to say it again? But they're, of course they're going to. They take a jab at his brother. I don't know. Everyone's happy about this one except Jason. I think, there's, over there. I think it is going to be two. I think it's one in the beginning of the game. And then when one side is about to win, they're going to show the mom again and mention it again. Some of it's going to be based, though, on interpretation because if they make a jab saying, I'm sure Jason's not happy about that catch by Travis, does that count? No, 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 no. I don't think that counts. Like, it, it has to be mentioned them facing off against each okay. other. Yeah. Then I'll lean to the under and hope that you might have some technical win if they allude to it but don't actually say it man i'm gonna have to turn tv turned up oh these props are miserable to grade you're gonna be miserable just making sure they don't screw you if you actually win the bet any anything else do you like not really i'm sure if we dig deep enough and we search through enough books we can probably find something else but to be honest there's so much it really is. I see Travis Kelsey at 12 to 1 for this Bowl still. <laughs> All right. I think that's we'll, we'll give out we'll give out one for our favorite. That's how we'll end the show. We'll give out uh, one. Actually, last... you know what? I got another one. First okay. enforced penalty. Holding is plus one forty five. No, I think I would think it would be like a false start. False starts plus one fifty. The reason why I want holding is because you can get both offensive and defensive holding. You can. So I think mathematically speaking, holding should be lower than just five ahead of the point is, I I think that based on where false start is a plus 150 holding should really be like plus 120 because you can get a holding on the kickoff. You can get a holding on the defense. It all counts. So I think holding should be a lot lower than these are some veteran offensive lines though. But I'm saying 145, though, I, I just think that with it potentially being on special teams or defense or offense, you basically multiply your odds of winning compared to false start, and it's only five cents cheaper. I think holding should be closer to like plus 120. Just based on probability, I, I think holding should be even lower than plus 145. Hmm. What do you think? Because you get special team stuff, too. Yeah. I think I'll, the field is plus 
475. I see six to one on the field. Six to one. Okay. All right. Well, that makes that includes like block in the back. That includes that's where I'm and that's where I'm going with it. I'm thinking of a block in the back on the kickoff. But I think that's it though, because personal fouls are a separate category. So roughing the passer counts a personal foul, doesn't it? It does. It's personal foul roughing the passer. I'm trying to think of what you'd even get. Illegal hands to the face, that's a personal foul, right? Or is that that's not no. Illegal hands to the face, I don't think is deep is I don't think that counts as a personal foul. Face mask is roughing the passer is unsportsmanlike conduct is. I don't know how many penalties you have left for the field. Hmm. But he got block in the back, illegal hands to the face, kickoff out of bounds. Is that it? 12 men on the field, I guess? Yeah. I don't know how many. I don't know. That block in the back. It's really the block. I mean, honestly, it says field, but I really look at that as block in the back. I'm just thinking like, man. You have a a legal man downfield. Yeah. I'm I'm just trying to think in my head all the penalties. Or a a legal shift. You know, both of these teams do a lot of motion. And so you're probably motioning and somebody moves just a little bit too early. Now it's two people moving at the same time. I'm playing the field, man. The field at six to one feels pretty. Like there's a. Like, it's just little things that I can see. And I'm like, I don't want to put it – because these are some veteran offensive lines. Like, they may be able to hold it up for at least one penalty before they go off. I'm going to field at 6-1. to I'm just going holding for the probability. I think 145 is actually kind of generous. All right. Before we wrap up the show, got to talk to you about our big game bingo contest. Make sure you sign up into the – sign up in the SGPN app. And get your big game, get your big game bingo card. Look, all your favorite prop bets. And if you win, you'll get a $57 SGPN gift card. Only thing is you have to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast on YouTube and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube. So make sure you do that. And we also have the SGPN 57 Bets Challenge in honor of the big game. SGPN is hosting a prop bet contest. Make your picks for 57 different prop bets winner will get 570 dollars cash and 570 gift card to the sgpn store all of our contests are free to play exclusively in the sgpn app all right best bets for these exotic prop bets and i'm going to i'm going to the first thing first thing mentioned in the super bowl mvp speech God or Jesus, that plus money just feels really good. Like, it just feels really good. I know you can sit here and talk about teammates and all that, and I understand why teammates is is laying money, but just saying first thing first, I want to thank God. Like, that's so quick. Like, it's so easy. You know I, that's the I, exact I, phrase they're going to use. Yeah, so so I'm going God or Jesus, plus 135. Okay, I see 150. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, wait, so how do you want to do this? You want to just do one best bet? Uh, yeah, I was just, just give one. Just give one you like. Okay. Oh, I got to remember all the stuff we even talked about. <laughs> That's the difficult oh part my gosh. here. Hey, we didn't um, talk about a non-QB throwing a touchdown. No, the, the value is completely shot on that. That should be like 50 to one. Instead, it's like 12 because of the Philly special. There's no value on that prop anymore. Yeah. Okay. I'll ask you this, though. We didn't talk about it. There's To make an appearance on stage with Rihanna at halftime, no, Eminem is it. plus don't 150. Do don't know. You do not think they're going to play? No, that's all. 
No, they don't even fuck with each other. I'm just saying they do have a song and MM did the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, but they don't fuck year. with each other. Why would she bring them out for the Super Bowl? She don't even fuck with them like that. Because like, they have no. a song. No, I was asking. no, nah. I would. That is a sucker back. I wouldn't do it. It's Rihanna's first performance in a long time. She's probably doing this one solo all the way. Okay. Um, I think my ah, boy for the best bet. Yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna go back to the. Uh, I'm gonna go two point conversion actually. Let's be a little bit different. Give me two point conversion. Will there be a successful one? I'll take it a plus two fifty. Okay. I've seen these teams be aggressive. Besides scoreboard pressure, you might have to be able to go for two to make it a one score game. Maybe a team's down ten. You want to go for two to make it eight. But we know Philly's not afraid of going for two all the time on the one yard line if they get the opportunity. So give me two point conversion at plus two fifty. I just like the odds for how aggressive these teams can be on on the point after attempt. All right, Scott. Anything else for the Super Bowl? If you want to actually, yes, I see right onside here. kick attempt. Yes, is plus three hundred. Okay. Interesting. I mean, if the game's close in the game, then yeah, it's there. Your opportunity is there. All right. Let's see here. Oh no! Anything else? Anything else for the people? Oh uh, no! I got no, I got nothing more to add. A lot of fun going through all the games with you, of course, throughout the entire season. A lot of fun interacting with the audience or even just, you know, being able to read some reviews on the NFL podcast. Uh, nothing else more to add. I'm sure we'll be back during the offseason for the NFL. Besides that, of course, we still got the NBA several times a week together. We still have the WNBA. We're just starting up in a couple months. We just did a yep. podcast there. Uh, a lot of fun times in New York for the WNBA. But still, find me on Twitter at Rice Show Radio. All right, I'm on Twitter at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Make sure you follow Sports Gambling Podcast. Make sure you follow NFL Gambling Podcast. All of that. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter. Do all of that. You know where to find us. Leave a review on Spotify. Please leave us a review. We love reading those. We love getting those. And it helps keep the lights on. So help, help us help you and continue to do this by just dropping us a review and a like on, on YouTube and all of that. So, I mean, that's really it, man. It's Super Bowl 57. Let's go Chiefs. Fuck the Eagles. Hope they lose. Other than that, I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of really ending the podcast. We're going to end it like this. We are out of here.